On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bust, we talk about how Lynx and Lyft are in bed together. The city just approved short-term rentals. And co-working spaces. <laughs> Do them? Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And we may be in the most beautiful place we've ever been for a show. Ever, ever? I think so. We are at Dovecote. Dovecote, but also in the Bank of America lobby. Yeah. Uh, I think it looks like Harry Potter in here. A little bit. Like a modern Harry Potter? Yeah, like if Harry Potter went to... I don't know where I'm going with it. Like <laughs> anyway, a roaring we are, we are 20s. Down, we are downtown at Dovecote. If you've never been here, it's sort of a, a French restaurant. Is that how you describe it? Yeah. 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 But they do awesome breakfast and coffee. And when I say they, Foxtail Coffee does the coffee. Foxtail Coffee does the coffee. And then the food is done by Dovecote. Yeah. And they have an amazing happy hour, too. Uh-huh. Uh, which I love. And you get like little sliders for like three bucks. And I'm mentioning coffee because we're actually doing this show today in the morning. We've never done a breakfast bungalow or in the bus. Nothing could get me out of my bed before 10 o'clock. Except for me. John Bustiger <laughs> or an earthquake. That's it. <laughs> so that's why we're here today. We're, we're doing our show in the in the little lobby right by Dovecote. And it, it's really nice. And so here on Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and, and Winter Park and College Park and all the parks. Everything and, in the bungalow neighborhoods, yep. downtown historic bungalow neighborhoods. And it's all from bungalower.com, your source for hyperlocal news. Anything that you don't quite understand because we're not... Maybe we were drinking. <laughs> we're not drinking today, so we're we'll not. see if we're more coherent. Uh, <laughs> you can just go over to the website and check it out. And if you've missed any of our previous episodes from the last year, you can go to iTunes or Google Play, and you can find them all there. All those things. So, so what's so, happening, Brendan? What's going on this week? It was a pretty pretty eventful week. Uh, Lynx and Lyft have decided to get into bed together, Ooh, I, John. Is it because of the L's? They're like, you're an L. We're you're an, an L. L. Let's we're all, do the L thing. We're all caps. <laughs> I'm an L with you. So you what are they doing? So you yeah. should explain Lyft is explain what Lyft is. Lyft is a ride share company like Uber um, that. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant Lyft Orlando. When oh, you no. Said Lyft. oh, oh no. Oh no. Lyft with a Y. Lyft with Lyft a Y. With an I. You didn't hear it in my inflection. No, no, no. Lyft. Okay. So what's Lynx and Lyft doing? Uh, well, Lynx has this thing called access links, which is it's like a last mile connector for people who need that little bit of extra assistance. Like if they're in a wheelchair, ah. uh, they just can't get on the normal bus or maybe they're a little bit off the route. So they'll get picked up by a little circulator cool. that will go direct to their home and pick them up. So now instead of that, Lynx is in an agreement with uh, Lyft to do that for them. And so they pay the regular bus fare. Yeah. And then anything extra outside of that that's incurred by Lyft is... Uh, paid for by links so links cool. will pay for that extra fee so how much I mean, is it like usually like five six bucks because if it's only like a mile or two it can't be that i much. think it's like t- a two dollar fare oh that's not bad uh which i actually couldn't find on the website so fix that links <laughs> uh and they yeah but it could get to 10 bucks you could know it, can 10 anybody do it or do you have to have some sort of disability i think you have to have a disability okay yeah um or like elderly there there's there's it's not just for anyone okay uh but they have already saved they've decreased spending by 50 percent wow right 50 percent that's one of those things where you know there there are times when you know private companies can do things a little bit better and if you can find those specific times it can be a good thing they've improved their on-time service rates by 85 to 91%. So wait, how long have they been doing this? They've been doing it like a soft test for about a month. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's cool. And now it's official because when those, when those kind of numbers come in, you, you got to get in bed. So if I live somewhere, let's say I live somewhere and the bus stops a half mile away. And right. To get there is just, it's too difficult. You call Lyft or you call Lynx or you call somebody. Now you call, there's a number you call for Lynx. Okay. They'll arrange the lift for so, you. And they'll take you to the bus stop. Yes. Okay. Or to wherever. the bus stop or to your, depending on where it is, they'll take you to your destination. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And does it work the opposite way? So if you get off the bus at your bus stop, do they take you to your home? Yes. Okay. 
but I think it works more in like a reservation basis. So it can't ah. just be all the time within the hour. Okay, you got to sort of plan it a little mm-hmm. bit. So and I'm wondering the grocery if, store, right? And that might week. change yeah. now that they're okay. with links because it's more like responsive. I like, there's a lot of people doing stuff with links. I think they're they're doing better when it comes to partnerships. Not Uber though. Not Uber. I'm just saying. I'm but even with Valencia and UCF, Links has done some programs lately where if you're a student at UCF or a student at Valencia, you get free links access, which I think is a great thing. It is great. And they are like UCF has like a circulator, late night circulator uh, for kids who are coming back from the bars. Uh So it's good. It's good to get as many drunk college (laughs) kids off the road as possible. Right. That's exactly. I I would take Sunrail. I would Downtown? Too. Everybody would. We, like, we can talk about this for an hour. You want to you want to solve that mass exodus from downtown late yeah. night? You have a late night train. The problem is, you know, then where do they go? Do they go somewhere and then get in a car and drive home, or do they walk home from the? At least I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not arguing against it. Generally, I think it would bring you within 15 minutes. I would rather take a 15 minute Uber than a. Yeah. You know, half hour hour one. You could also park your bike somewhere, like where I live in College Park. I could get to the. Sun Rail Station at Winter Park or Florida Hospital, bike there, leave my bike there. Sure. Uh, Sun Rail downtown, Sun Rail back, and then come home. I'm not saying being like absolutely wasted. Doing John, it. I'm listening, but these plants here at Duck Coat are kind of <laughs> yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you like the plants? I'm like here? mesmerized. And then there's a little <laughs> photo exhibit that's on the wall. It's nice in here. We're going to have to go look that up. It's it's one of the few spots that's you know mm-hmm. really pretty downtown. Get a cup of coffee and this is this is a secret, but we're launching a co working concept with a local business and we're looking at setting up in places like this and we actually have them on tap. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. To be a place where people can come and co work during the day. That's so, awesome. So keep your ears open for that. We'll tell you more about that when they're teaser crossed so what else is going on brendan uh the city just approved short-term rentals so this is like in response to airbnb and yeah and directly like directly response to Airbnb, <laughs> which was actually banned in city limits you were not supposed to be able to do airbnb how many people were abiding by that ban there were a few thousand okay households. that were doing it they were breaking right. the rules i actually did a roundup once and all i succeeded in doing was reporting them to the city <laughs> with our roundup and nope. i was just trying to say like really cool places to take a staycation yeah, and then you like you ruined it for I all ruined these people it. i narked on they them. were making money off their extra bedroom <laughs> and all of a sudden they're on bungalow and now the the orlando police are knocking at their door and i felt awful so i couldn't touch airbnb content ever again because <laughs> so i didn't now, want to get anyone in trouble so what did they do what did the city do exactly well the city's approved it but there are a couple stipulations on monday's city council meeting they put in a couple of rules like uh-huh. you can't have two more two more than two people per room uh you can't rent out your whole house oh really to, yes you accessory have like an innkeeper you have to be there like an innkeeper uh-huh um it's like a, there's a 30-day limit too right or, or yes. less than 30 under day. under 30 days okay. is a short-term rental um otherwise it becomes like a boarding room situation uh-huh I don't think they're going to get you on that. Like if, no, you, if you're a businessman and you're here for 30 days, who cares? But. It'd be one of those things where like a neighbor would have to tell on mm-hmm. you. That's more to keep it more. Uh, people are worried about housing affordability. You I know? can see that. Right. And yeah. if you if all of our affordable housing spaces are taken up by short term leasers versus people who live here and are just trying to stay downtown, then it's an issue. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's why they put those limits on it. You a big Airbnb guy? I like it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Whenever I try to do it, if I'm like, there's a family reunion or something, my family never wants me to do it because they're afraid for me. What are they afraid of? Well, they just don't get it. Oh, right? Yeah. That's the, that's the problem. Like, you know, my one, my one sort of gripe, and I get it, my one gripe with Airbnb is it's not, it doesn't work when you just need like one day. Sure. Because like it's 80 bucks to stay and then there's another $40 to clean it. No matter how, no matter not like always, the cleaning fee not is, always. or whatever it is. It depends on where you're staying. Very rare. Like they usually have a cleaning fee no matter how long you stay. So if you stay a week or if you stay a day, it's the same on the cleaning fee because they clean it at the end of the stay. Okay. So for, you know, you can say, oh, that place is only 80 bucks. Well, it's actually 120 for one day. But, you know, when you spread it out over the week, it's okay. 
It's just, I don't think it works well for one day stays. If I do, uh, I really want to do New Orleans. I've never gone to New Orleans, so it's on my list. Yeah. And, and I think the way to do New Orleans would be to Airbnb. I think almost anywhere right? to do it is Airbnb. I love it. Savannah is a good Airbnb Like a spot. rooftop rooftop garden. Or Miami's like, cool, too. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, Miami's a good one. The only time that I've ever gone to Miami is for like Art Basel, and I can't. They're all taken. Yeah, yeah. There's you got to get open. in early there. So they. Uh, this all comes into, into the works in July 1st. Uh, so keep your eyes open for that. I think it's, I think it's super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's excited cool. about it. It's a missing piece. People were already paying taxes. Airbnb was already paying taxes mm-hmm. on their illegal, uh, Orlando based spaces. They're already doing the right thing. So now it's more official. It'll be cool to see if, uh, it, it contributes, how much it contributes to like that tourist tax dollar. The other side of this is there's a lot of neighborhoods in Orlando even Winter Park, although it's different, different jurisdiction, there's a lot of neighborhoods that really don't have any hotels. So where I live, College Park, if you wanted to live and stay in College Park, you can't. What do you call that? Like if there's no food, they call it a food desert. Food desert. But if it's a, a lodging desert, maybe. Is it? Right? I don't know. But even Winter Park, like I said, I don't really know their ordinance. But if you don't go to the Winter Alphon Park is Inn, not not allowed. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> but if you don't stay at the Alphon Inn, you can't really stay anywhere close to downtown Winter Park. Uh, many what's places. the Winter Park uh, Plaza? There's the one right there on Winter Park, but it's a small hotel. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like boutique for weddings mm-hmm. and things, right? Like staging you to go get your pictures out of the park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually wrote about this beautiful mid-century modern palace. I've and seen that house. It has like 18 car garage. <laughs> like so crazy. It is crazy. And so I've shared it on Twitter saying we will someone please buy this for bungalow or we'll turn it into an airbnb castle uh uh-huh. and city water park like wagged their finger oh. at us like you need to print a retraction it's like why it's a twitter like yeah. who cares about tweet they need to relax maybe you, you need to relax winter park uh-huh. um which we have a love-hate relationship with the people at city <laughs> they winter hate park. you and you love them and i love them <laughs> <laughs> i used to work there so but they always are they do not hesitate to tell me things that they don't agree with like if i use a fancy gif they don't like gifs no they do not like gifs (laughs) they get so mad when i use a gif why can't you just use a regular photo we don't even use moving photos i'm like too bad now i'm gonna use it every time (laughs) (laughs) you did that to yourself (laughs) city you're gonna make them even more gay (laughs) (laughs) my favorite but they you cannot you there's no airbnb allowed and okay Which is One a shame because there's some beautiful, like oh, totally. They got. Homes extra, I'm sure there's lots of people that have extra rooms in, in Winter Park. On top of some of those Park Ave stores, there's probably rooms that there's people that they haven't even gone in those rooms in their homes that they're so big, <laughs> <laughs> like mansions. I know, right downtown. Oh, I know. Casa Feliz should be an Airbnb. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That right would be on cool. the golf course. Yeah, I'd pay. Think that if you want to like underwrite a whole hotel. You know, have an Airbnb in the middle of it. It's true. Are we talking about Winter Park Arts and Culture Weekend? I don't know much that, about it. I was waiting like, on a press release for the city of every, Winter Park people. Has it come yet? To me for some weird reason. It's all weekend. Just lots of fun, free stuff, I, I believe. I know the Bach Festival starts this weekend, which is a three-week festival. Um, anything to do with arts and culture in okay. Winter Park is sort of spotlighted this week. I know they've been planning it for months, and so... Uh, it's supposed to be a big, fun thing. So we could talk about that in the events, but that, that's that's what's going on. Uh, I think we just talked about okay. it. Okay. We'll it's events. like 20 different Something like arts that. organizations you know, in Morris Winter Park. Museum, Cornell, right. all the theaters, all that. So it should be good. We I've really never been it. to Morse proper. Really? Ever. Oh, my God. You need to go. And I've been to their warehouse, but I've never been oh, really Morse is beautiful. It's a beautiful museum. But it's like lamps, right? No, it's, it's stained glass, but there are lamps there, but it's not just lamps. And there's a chapel? Yeah, well, the chapel is from the 1890s World Fair, where they took it down and you recreated it. you dropping knowledge on me right now, Well, Jack? I am, I am. Look I read a book you. about murder in the, uh, not murder in the grove, but the devil in the white city, Ooh. which is about a mass murderer in Chicago. Wow. Uh, anyway, it's during the World's Fair, but they talk about the, the glass, and I, I'm pretty sure it's from the 1890s World okay. Fair. And they deconstructed it and reconstructed it have you been the the palachic i haven't been there i haven't been there either. i need to go there you should go to the morse though the morse is absolutely beautiful. everything's free though this weekend right? i believe so okay. if not free cheap let's do them all all right let's like facebook live it okay we could do that okay all right done what else is going on brendan 
Uh, well, actually, since we're kind of talking about events, the 36th... Did you get a t-shirt that says that? What else is going on, Brandon? What else is going on, Brandon? <laughs> the 36th Annual Antiques, Vintage, and Garden Show is happening. Where's this at? The OMA. It's okay. The, at the Orlando Museum of Art. So I can just take art off the wall? Like, I'm buying this. <laughs> no, don't touch anything. <laughs> they don't want that. Always ask for help, John. <laughs> uh, it's run by the Council 101, which is like 101 bougie women from Winter Park who support... <laughs> Send the letters the to Brendan at bungalower.com. Well, I'm sure it's not a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> They're just, can, you know, they they are the ones that should be Airbnb in their homes. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they raised like over $6 million to support OMA in the past few years. Cool. Uh, they're the ones that are behind the Festival of Trees. And so this is happening February 16th to the 18th. And this is like a, just an antique show? It's an antique show, but it's staged in front of the art collection. Can I buy stuff? You can. Okay. So like beautiful plants, uh, flower arrangements, old desks, like furniture, whatever. But it's staged in front of the art, the actual art collection, okay. which is interesting because the current collection... Which the name is escaping me. It's like Florida Collections or something like right? that. Right, because it's, or, it's yeah. all from private yeah. Flor- Florida collections. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I haven't got to that from yet, but someone's I want like to. dining room, you know. So I just love that it's actually staged, kind of like living spaces. Uh-huh. Just go around and pretend that you have money to buy any of those <laughs> things. Now, one thing we can talk about, Brendan, and full disclosure, I've been sort of behind the scenes helping on this, but it is still news, uh-huh, uh-huh. is uh, Orlando Police Chief John Mina is running for Orange County Sheriff. God, that man looks like he smells good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I told you, we could. I could maybe get you a, a, a private meeting with him. I wouldn't know what to do. Smell him I saw, there was a drawing. I was at the Neighborhood Summit uh-huh. this past weekend. Was he there for that? No, but there was a drawing to win dinner with him. Really? And I swear to God, I was going to beat up the old lady who won it. <laughs> I, I was just, I was like thirsty for some John Mina. Yeah. So anyway, I, keep going. Let me say, I, so I, I shot some video for his campaign, so I, I'll just put that out there. But as I said, it is still news. He's been the police chief for three three years, I think. Right. And um, What's his history? He has a history of like... He's been here for 27 years. Uh, he was in the military, he's in the army, and then he, he got um, recruited to work here. And then he took a job in Orlando and he's he was been, in the drug squad. He's been in like, he listed his accomplishments when I did an interview with him. Right. He couldn't really keep up because it's like SWAT and task force. And, and he has such a cute face. You didn't hear any of the words that, that were tumbling stuff. out and of his face. his cheeks while oh, we were talking. Mina, but no, Mina, Mina. He, uh, he has all these accomplishments. And so he, uh, he's been the, the chief for three years, obviously during Pulse. And now he's running for Orange County Sheriff. But he lives, uh, he lives out in Orange County. He lives in Orange County. He's been a resident for a long time. Flip so. side, I woke up to a text this morning from somebody uh, who's kind of, he knows the, the OPD and say that there's a a roundup of signatures coming about saying that he shouldn't run. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, like, a, like 150 cops strong or something, I think. I, probably true. I don't know. We'll right? see. I'm sure that happens anytime. I'm sure it does. There's always sure somebody that's upset. But, I mean, uh, when you have a staff of... However many there's uh, there's always people that are against. How many it. cops are there in town? I don't know for a f- I don't know off the top of my head. Is cops a derogatory term? I don't think so. Right? Depends how you say it. I how guess. How many police officers there are available for yeah. service? I know the the Orange County Sheriff's Office is is like three times as large though. Okay. Yeah, it's huge. So he'd be looking. This is like county sheriff. Yeah, it'd be like what Jerry Deming's job mm-hmm. is now, who, who is running for Orange County. We bumped into him. Mayor, who, yes, we bumped into him the at other the, day. The barbecue on the boulevard? boulevard. Yeah, that the Orlando Economic Partnership put up together that last week. That was a week. great barbecue. It was. Like I Italy. had a good time. I generally do not like schmoozing and networking events. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was like dreading that event because I don't like talking to people. Yes, you do. Nah. And I... <laughs> And uh, and I had a blast. And I uh, met a lot of people. Got a lot of cards. Moving, shaking. You John. are you're moving, a moving shake. shaker. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, shake and bake. <laughs> Industrious co-working. What is that? It's this new Sounds national, like <laughs> right? It's industrious co-working. <laughs> Sounds like a cleaning agent. Uh, industrious co-working is a national brand that's moving into town. And what what do they do? They they're actually they say that they're more like a hospitality company that provides space for you to work out of. So, so it's, it's a co-working space. It's a co-working space. Do you feel like there's a lot of co-working spaces? There is, but do this they is, do well? 
no. <laughs> but that's because they're all local right now. And so this is the first really, there's another national one coming. I can't remember the name, but this is the first national chain to come to Orlando. And they have like their game down. Really? Breakfast every morning. Awesome. Everything's like professionally made. So you're not working off an old door like you are at Canvas, which I work <laughs> out of. You know, for now, for now, <laughs> till they hear this, <laughs> right? Till they kick me out. Um, I toured the space. It's on the tenth floor of the Lincoln Lincoln Plaza. Where's Lincoln. that? Which one's that? It's directly across the street, South Street from City. Oh, okay, City Hall. Hall. Okay, uh, it's the really it's a high rise, and it's totally construction zone right now. But the views are amazing. It's like floor to ceiling windows. Cool. And so the whole thing is going to be built with lots of glass. So the natural light can go all the way into like the middle office. Everybody gets light. You get light. I, you get I, light. Everybody gets it. Uh, what's, free what's breakfast. What's co-working space cost? Like what would something like that cost? A month? Well, that they are the most expensive option. Which is? 400 to okay. just hop on a desk. Okay. You don't get a designated desk. Okay. To like 1200 a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, depending right. on how big of a space you need. All right. Right? Because you could be getting an office for like eight people. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I have no idea. I've never had to do that. So right. I don't really know what it costs. Most hot desk situations where you don't have a designated desk, you just roll in, set up at a table, and leave. Uh, it's like 250 bucks here in town right bad. now. No, it's not bad. I mean, really. you could always sit at home, I'm sure, and work, but nobody wants to do that. Well, that's the whole point. Get out. Get out, meet some people. And then most of these have access to like a meeting room, so you don't have to meet in a coffee and shop. And a printer. And a print. Actually, no printer. No co-working space except industrious will be the first co-working space in town that actually has really a print i print everything i <laughs> i i swear to god like when i when i, I know. when i need to read content yeah i can't read it on a computer i need to like print it and look at it and make marks on highlight it, it all do the that. squiggle line and if you so need to take it I, out i always print stuff out sure i just think it's easier to read but you, do know, you shred it after uh, I recycle it. No, you don't. I do too. By crumpling it up and throwing it in the trash can. It's biodegradable. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically, it's cool. I'm really, I'm excited about When's it. When's it supposed to open, Brendan? Summer. Summer. This year? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Which, you know, when you got money, that happens. You said there's another one, but you don't, you don't know the details on that. I don't know. I do, and I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's not Industrious. Industrious huh. actually already has a space open in Tampa. And actually, the beauty is, if you're like a jet-setting millionaire, which I am, and you need a spot to sh- go, which I if do, if you're a member to Industrious, you just go to any of them. You can go to any That's of them. That's great, right? It's like a, it's like Planet Fitness, just like Planet. If, you, Fitness. if you're a member at Planet Fitness, you can go to any Planet <laughs> Fitness. <laughs> yeah, same thing. So that's a beauty of like amalgams of chains. So how many are there then right now? There's co-working there's, spaces. Yeah, there's actually canvas, the Orlando there's... Economic Partnership did a roundup of co-working spaces, so you can see. I want to say there's like 15. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, which I totally made that number up, but it's around there. And yeah, I'd like so it's to not do 15. That's <laughs> what you're saying. That'll be in Three. our alternative fact check section underneath at the bottom of our it's post. It's either on less or more com. than 15 is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see it if you go to bungalore.com. I linked to it. You can see the whole roundup that they have so far. Cool. So I'm going to enjoy my coffee from Devco. Me too. I got a dirty chai. I got a decaf coffee, which sounds lame. And it is. It is lean. But it's because I've already had 10 cups of coffee this morning. And I'm bragging. It's a lot of coffee. We'll see you in a minute. We're sitting here in the outpost kitchen in College Park with my friend Julie Casey. Julie, can you tell us a little bit about what is this place? Where am I? We are a literal neighborhood kitchen. So when I was building the brand, I actually worked with the local paper to name the restaurant. I had gone to the History Center downtown just to get some more information about College Park. We love the Orange County History Center. (laughs) It's amazing. It's a resource of information. And I came up with three different names. And I let the community vote, and Outpost won, like, hands down. It was what were the, the other outpost. options? Um, I believe one of them was Mayberry Hill Grill and Tavern, 
or something groves because that's the groves that we're on. Okay. And then the other one was Dixie Highway Grill and Tavern because Edgewater Drive was called Dixie Highway before it was renamed to Edgewater Drive. I had no yeah. idea. Is that the name of a cocktail in here? <laughs> it <laughs> Dixie should be. Highway. We gotta add that one. It's my new country album. <laughs> I have to be in drag. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit, like, what's the menu look like? Yeah, so we call ourselves classic and twisted Americana. So we okay. kind of do some stuff that you're expecting, then we do a lot that you're not expecting. So, for example, we have deviled eggs on the menu, but we have smoked the deviled eggs. What? We've topped them with savory bacon jam. Shut your face. And then a swirl of molasses. And a swirl of molasses. That's yeah. another great band name. <laughs> Swirl of molasses. So those have become a big hit since we put them on the smoker. Sweet and savory. And I hate deviled eggs, but I will eat those. Like all day. Yeah, they're delicious. Yeah, and then your breath doesn't smell bad either because there's <laughs> molasses in it. Okay, and then how about entree stuff? Like what do you make in... Entrees, we do a really great shrimp and grits. So um, in a lot of southern places, you typically get more of a brown gravy on your shrimp and grits. And okay. we do a Cajun butter sauce with jumbo shrimp and sometimes we'll change them out so during season when for example rock shrimp when they come in season we'll throw those on the shrimp and grits instead wow. of the jumbos yeah i love that yeah uh and you also looks like you have a full craft cocktail bar is we that right? do we actually have the largest whiskey selection in all of college Park. So, okay um that is one of the reasons why we're finally doing a whiskey dinner because our guests have been asking us to do it for a really long time. We've partnered up with Buffalo Trace to do a three-course whiskey dinner on Saturday, February 24th at 6.30. That's next week. It is next week. So that's three meal, three dishes, three yep. drinks. Three dishes, three drinks, but you get a welcome cocktail, so you technically get four drinks. Whoa. <laughs> so make sure you're lifting home. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us about the drinks and the meals. Let's start with the welcome cocktail. Well, the welcome cocktail is a secret. We're not really. Oh. Oh, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. Yep. The yep. first course is a uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor small batch with an ancho coffee rubbed rabbit roulade served over Meyer lemon Arcadian blend with honey roasted baby carrots. Honey roasted baby carrots. That's also my drag name. <laughs> What's the second dish? <laughs> The second course is paired with Buffalo Trace bourbon. It's mm. um, our brined bone and pork chop, which is a porterhouse pork chop that we just brought in-house. Okay. Um, over spiced cornbread puree and served with sautéed Swiss chard, sweet potato fingerlings, and Macintosh apple butter. Wow. <laughs> Are you hungry yet? I am. It sounds decadent. That we just had lunch an hour ago, right? <laughs> lunch what? <laughs> Put it in my face. And then for dessert? For dessert, we've got Southern Comfort 80 with a creme brulee served with smoked peaches. Have you ever had a smoked peach? Yes. I have. It sounds amazing. It's so good. We actually started playing with like smoked fruit about a year ago. Okay. And the smoked peaches came out so awesome that we have them on our duck salad. <laughs> So now in I've had that salad. You have. I have. Because like, wait a minute, hold. <laughs> <laughs> and then what is Southern Comfort eighty? You know, it's um, it's a different flavor profile. It's an actually sweeter uh, Southern Comfort. It okay. definitely feels more like um, a dessert whiskey. If not you like know. a honeyed whiskey, not, but no, it's okay. not honey. I want to say it's got more of your like brown sugar flavor coming out of Whoa. it. Some more caramel tones to it. Okay, yeah, it's really good. What's this going to set me back? It's only fifty-five bucks All right. plus tax and gratuity. Four drinks plus three courses yep, for fifty-five bucks. It, so it's not going to be like a restaurant full of people. And then the reps are going to be here talking to you about the brands as well. So. I think that sounds great. That actually is like an Uber Eats for me and my hubby. Yeah. You know, when we get like all the Chinese food yeah. for fifty-five <laughs> bucks. So that sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, and I don't have to do dishes. And you're getting four, you know, sips of drinks with it too. So. All right. Well, who are your sponsors behind this? Um, our sponsors are Colonel E.H. Taylor, Buffalo Trace, and Southern Comfort. And Southern Comfort. Okay, so again, what's the date for this, Julie? Saturday, February 24th. Saturday, February 24th. 6.30. 6.30 and goes to like 10 o'clock, Yeah, typically it's about three hours. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Anything else you want people to know? Well, we do brunch every Saturday and Sunday. Okay. We started Sunday brunch, God forbid, on Mother's Day in 2015. <laughs> and you never looked back. What a challenge that was. What? But it's been great. We do bottomless mimosas, Bloody Marys, and sangrias. And you can switch between each of those drinks. You don't have to commit to one. So if you want to start off with a Bloody Mary, switch to a mimosa or a sangria, you can totally do that. How does nobody else do that? Uh, Are you the only person that does that? To my knowledge. Wow. And then about a year and a half ago, we we added Saturday brunch. So we do brunch now on Saturday and Sunday. Well, Julie, I think that sounds amazing. Uh, everybody check it out. It's also a bungalow or pick on bungalow.com. You'll see it on the upper right-hand corner if you want some more details on how to plug in. Thanks for having us, Julie. Thank you for coming in. Anytime.
Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And this is Brandon O'Connor with Bungalower.com, your source for everything you ever want to know ever. I feel like we're a little more muted today. Less I, drinking this morning. You know what? Our format is two dudes drinking beers, yeah. right? And then just rambling and on. rambling and not and not talking. Like we get a lot of things wrong. Uh huh. <laughs> I want to say two dudes drinking coffee and talking about the headlines. I think I think we're killing it. Yeah. Today. I mean, we're at Dovecote downtown mm-hmm. at the Bank of America building. As I said, much more subdued today. Almost like an NPR show today. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, let's not be like that. Let's shake it up. All right, let's shake, shake it up. up. What's happening, Brendan? What's going on this week? I don't know. I just fell asleep. It's <laughs> an NPR. Some coffee. <laughs> um, Winter Park Fire Chief retired. Jim White is announcing his retirement. How long has he been there? Like 100 years, probably? I would think. Those right? fire guys, they stay a long time. All of them do. Yeah, man. Good job. get it. Get yeah. in there. Uh-huh. Stay, Stay. there. Get that money. <laughs> I'd retire as soon as I could, though. You think so? Yeah. Retire at 35 <laughs> and just milk it for the next 45 right. years? He did a good job. He, did, he got, like, I guess when he came on, there were, like... <laughs> no massive fires in town. <laughs> Park Avenue's still there, so he's doing a great job. I guess they used to hire out to a third party for, like, their uh, paramedic runs or whatever. Ah. Uh, they don't do that anymore. That's good. Uh, Chief White also got their fire classification classification from class four to class one which i assume is fantastic probably that's, that's like three spots up. sounds good that's sounds good to great. me that's like right from a c to an a i would assume yeah that's as long right. as one is good and four is bad <laughs> then then go for it so i say happy retirement when's he actually Chief retired Jim White, know? may okay got a few End more months may. Yeah, so I don't, mention, don't mess it up. We forgot to say this here on Bungalow on the Bus. We talk about all things downtown and and Winter Park and Delaney Park and Soto and mm, Yolo Thornton Park, FOMO. I saw some news today. I don't know if you have it on your website yet. What's the news? I saw that uh, Nova has found a new resident. I did see that. Okay. What's and it I called? Was, and I sent it to myself. I haven't even had a time to read it. Called, I thought it said stir. The Sentinel wrote about it. What's yeah. his face? Um, Kyle. Kyle um, Arnold. And he uh, he wrote that it's a former or either former or current, I don't remember, football player for the Dallas Cowboys, has a local connection to either Florida or Central Florida, I don't know. Right. And uh, opening up this restaurant in the space where nova closed in ivanhoe similar price point similar price point similar food it kind of sounds like too kind of like the new american right chicken and burgers and let's hope he markets hopefully i think that was the only problem with nova is they just didn't have like a marketing plan i thought part of it i mean to be honest i thought nova was a little pricey yeah it's good yeah. don't get me wrong nowhere to park and uh, it was just yeah. a little pricey i thought so hopefully this will be maybe a little different we will see, we'll see. Did you go anywhere for Valentine's Day, Brendan? <laughs> no. Why hey, are you Valentine's rubbing this in? I this told week? you this before. I know, but we didn't tell our, oh our listeners. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, because it's sad. I didn't do anything. We Nothing? pushed Valentine's Day behind uh, because I'm going to do something to Thursday. It's okay. Thursday. We're recording early. Uh, I'm going to go see Lion King. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. We're going to celebrate tonight. Great. Mm-hmm. I went to the Winter Park Fish Company Okay, with my wife and my mom. Because that's how I do Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, my mom's in town from Michigan. With your so. ladies. Yeah, with my ladies. And then we went and celebrated at the Glass Knife last night, which was packed. I love Glass Knife. It was great. It was great. I, I had, love Glass uh, Knife because everyone who works there is super cute. I had a big cookie. You did? I had a big peanut butter cookie. It was really <laughs> with tasty. With your mommy? And with my mom. Did you share? She got cake. No, we all shared. She got cake. Oh, my Leanne gosh. got, my wife got some sort of orange thing. Scotty made chicken and broccoli ah and lentil like rice romantic uh, <laughs> night in <laughs> it was and i uh, made out with my dog yeah. and it was like the best valentine's day ever i bought my wife a plant okay yeah not flowers she likes flowers but i was like yeah you know the flowers will die eventually so we figured we would get a i, I bought her a plant i went to in bloom though i just want to say we're having like celebrity spotting i know is he pat Ms. green walking commissioner through? patty commissioner sheehan, sheehan blowing kisses at us from the bushes <laughs> pat green from avalon gallery at avalon yeah. plus Island. my mom's here too your mama uh-huh sitting over there on her own waving year, waving ass last year at this time she was on uh, corporate time with tom and dan with us local famous uh-huh i love it once a year she comes in town we she's like she's like uh jay-z we only have two mics so <laughs> otherwise she'd be on uh eugene snowden speaking of local celebrity i don't think i've ever seen him perform and i need to what i don't think i have legendary jc i know you would remember i know 
I've seen I, I've seen him like I've seen him out. I've recognized him, but I've never actually like seen him perform. I hired him. Okay, I saw the first time I heard him was at the Peacock Room, and I stumbled this is in where with the guest my man. House is now yes, in like the old punk venue that it was. Yeah, and it was this teeny tiny little stage, but he had the JCs there, which is a huge band, and so it was just like. This, I don't even. It was like New Orleans, what I assume would be New Orleans, which you've like, never been. This and you huge kind of jazzy band in this tight little space. Everybody was just sweaty, and the music just like hit you in the face, just punched you in the face. Yeah, and it was just amazing. I thought that was like one of the first dates I went on with Scotty. Okay, and I was like, this is amazing. I love Orlando. How could, how is this happening? And so when I the first chance I had when I worked for the city of Winter Park, I started their Earth Day celebrations. I used to be in charge of that. I hired him to come perform at our Earth Day celebration, and those Winter Parkers did not know what to do. With <laughs> did him. they like it? Yeah, Great. they loved. Everybody came over from Park Avenue. Like they, it was like a siren song of like blues, person of color in Winter Park <laughs> on a microphone. It was so good. It was like so, subversive, so he's doing like a beer tour or something. Well, he. It's actually Mandy Longo who works with Audubon Park. She does. She's crazy. She does a million things. Uh, is helping him celebrate a solo album release that cool. he's doing uh, with the Truth Trail, which is a nod to his Ten Pints of Truth series that he does at Lil Indies. Which again, if you ever want to hear him, you should go show up Roland on Wednesdays and go hear him play at Lil Indies, another small venue. Eugene Snowden is like king of small venue well if you have a small venue you get a lot a few people there it looks packed yeah <laughs> i think in my write-up i said he's like the doctor who of small venues i like it because it's always bigger on the inside when he's <laughs> in there uh and so they've released with 1010 brewing an old-fashioned inspired beer Ooh, right it's like oak aged with some cherry in there i like beer and i like old-fashioned it's dark i think it's a porter um, sounds delicious right it sounds i like amazing. those guys at 1010 they make good beer so there's 10 different venues across these main street districts you get a map and you can check it from the 24th through march 31st uh and go celebrate for a month uh this eugene snowden cool new album cool or just go have a beer you don't even have to like music that's what that's what i do or be a real person but i like music <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't like music uh fringe Orlando Fringe doesn't Fringe. like music. No. <laughs> Fringe is coming up. Don't ask me when because I can't remember when Fringe is. Is it in April? Is it? Or is it in I May? I always forget. I do too. And I knew it was going to come It's during Memorial Day, isn't it? It's that, during a that holiday because there's a holiday weekend. It's always hot. It is. And sometimes rains. <laughs> it always rains, right? Yeah. Is it, has there ever been a Fringe where it didn't rain? Probably not. But it's, no. like, three, you know, it's like two and a half weekends. So, you know, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to rain at least one or two days. So they've released a new VIP package. I saw this. And it's like one a day. Your fringe for a day. One person a day gets it. Uh, it's basically a 24-hour celebration of you at oh, the festival. I like it. And so like your face and name on like signs all over the place. You get a special shirt. Everybody has to say hello to you. Really? Yes. How much is this VIP package? $1,000. $1,000. So really it's somebody who wants to donate to Fringe. Yes. Yeah. But you get like special loot. You get unlimited beer tickets. Oh, Unlimited tickets to see shows. Okay. Free parking spot just wow. for you. That's, right? a, that's a premium at Fringe. That's huge for Fringe. Uh-huh. Uh, so check it out. I think it sounded really fun. I thought it was innovative. That's cool. No, it's a good idea. I'm excited to like say hi to people who are the Fringer for the day. Well, you're going to be a Fringer for the day. You should be. For a grand? Maybe you should do a Kickstarter campaign <laughs> to raise money to be a fringe for and the day. And if you're going to do it, choose a Saturday or Sunday so you can see like as many shows as possible. How many shows have you seen in one day at Fringe? Four. All right. That's a respectable number. Yeah. I don't I, know if I've ever seen that many in one day. I always get sucked into the, the lawn, the green lawn of fabulousness. weird shows. <laughs> Not that they all, I mean, they all are kind of odd, but every now and then I'm like, oh, let's go see this one. I love it. The Orlando What's, International Fringe Theater Festival. Oh, it's, it's, it's great. If you've never been, Fringe is amazing. Uh, I always tell people, I was a little intimidated for years because I didn't really get it. Right. For probably the first three, four years I lived here, I just didn't go because I didn't understand. Do I need a button? How do I pay for tickets? What the heck's a button? And I just, and so because of that, I just ignored it. Right. And then at one point I had to help cover it. And so I went and did reviews and I was like, this is really cool. And now I just go all the time. I love it. Yeah. And I love it even, like, there's been years where I've seen like two shows 
and I really just go like saddle up at the beer tent and just talk to everyone. And yeah. it's so fun because we just ride our bike over. That's what I do. It's at Lock Haven Park uh-huh. and just uh, chat. Everybody's there. Last year I saw this Night of the Living Dead <laughs> movie. They showed the movie. But then there was two guys playing instruments, a guitar player and a drummer. And okay. so they played the score to it or their own score. It was so great. It was amazing. I've seen that movie a million times. It's like one of my favorites. But when they were playing it live, it just made it totally different. I and love It was just that. so much fun. It were was they like local? eight bucks. Uh, I don't think they were local. I want to say they were from, I want to say Vancouver. But uh, I could be wrong on course. that. Of course. There's yeah, so many. It's a Canadian, Canadian French Canadian. circuit. Yeah, so they're like, oh, let's get out of Canada. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> let's come down to Florida. So if you're looking for a Canadian husband. It's uh-huh. perfect. Uh-huh. I like it. I Our husband for two weeks. <laughs> uh, Uncle Tony's is celebrating their three-year anniversary. Uncle the donut T- shop. Uncle Tony's donut shop. Uh-huh. This is where one I think I beat you on when I was a reporter you said at the Sentinel. Me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did. I think I, hey, I, think I beat drink. you on that one. Every time John yeah. Bustecker talks about working at Sentinel, you get to take a drink out yep. there, people. Yep. Uh, they were, to be fair, they were right next to our building. <laughs> <laughs> so I just walked over there you one day. You did be, well, whatever. That's all right. I, I used to write about there their... You might not even work. When did you start a bungalow? I think I was at the weekly. Oh, okay. When they opened. Because we were writing about their, they started as a pop-up. Yeah. And everyone knows I love a pop-up. You sure do. And they were popping up in Milk District. Yep. In the sandwich bar. I think so, yeah. Right? During the day. So during the day it was a record shop and at night it turned into a bar. Yeah. And I love that. And they were testing out their whole setup. And it's rare. The whole their shtick is that they're like rare to find records. Yeah, rare jazz import records, hip hop, cool. and so I think I, they have to do a lot of online sales too. I would assume. That's yeah, a, it's, it's not a, a great cheap place. spot. And, and yeah, I mean, I I actually I buy records, I collect records, but they have stuff that's even sort of like above what I would buy. You can't go in there. I mean, you can find stuff for five, ten, twenty bucks, but some of their stuff is up there in the you know 50 60 70 hundreds of dollars they're so. located john on the northeastern corner of orange and colonial it's where the orlando mural, mural is. is yeah that has like the wet and wild yeah in the letter yeah <laughs> so their third year anniversary is on february 23rd at black star which is that newish venue uh, behind where Firestone was, it is now Vanguard. So many, so many name changes. Forty-two West Concord, and with Pete Rock playing. Uh huh. Do you know Pete Rock? I don't really. I don't really either. But I'm, I'm sure but, I'm not hip though. Yeah, everyone's saying how I, cool he's it probably is. Probably an old school hip hop guy. That I think that's yes. Yeah. Uh, Belle Isle Yacht Pub is closed. I saw that. It's out of your zone. It is. It's definitely Belle Isle is not a zone. bungalow neighborhood. Uh, but you nobody was like writing it? about it, so I. Had to give it a nod. There you go. I should have like an out of bounds. You should. Section. I have no. I have no problem when you do that. You do? No. I think you should. I when I used to, I'd get letters. Well, they can. You know, here's what they say. You know. <laughs> you know, some things are just sort of cool and old, and you know, you gotta you gotta write about I, them. You need to tip your hat to Belle Isle Yacht yeah, Pub. It's a cool place. It was a cool without place. Without notice, nobody knows what happened. We're assuming money, but again, that's conjecture. It's usually, what it is, right? Especially if it's that soon. Yeah. Uh, and this is way down on the reason we're saying it's out of your zone. It's it's far on South Orange Avenue. Oh yeah, it's Belle Isle, not uh, even Orlando. Yeah, you know? almost to the airport, or even past the airport. Past the airport. Yeah, and they, it's far. And Belle Isle itself, the city is having some real economic issues. It's pretty down there, though. Mm-hmm. You ever go to Belle Isle? Like when you get back yeah, I've been off there. of Orange and you make, if, you, if you're going south on Orange, you make a left. Sure. The neighborhoods back there are beautiful. And then they go to like these lakes and it, eventually it connects with Conway. It's really pretty over there. Ish. Yeah. I think it is. I used to serve tables at uh, Hard Rock and I, all the, everybody would go there. To Bell oh, Yacht Pub, yeah, okay. which it's it just like a hole in the wall, like beat up old couches. Uh-huh. People bring their dogs inside. You just have like cold ish beer, but they were known. They were really known for like good live music. Ah, uh, so yeah, it's a shame. We'll see what ha- what comes to that space because it's for rent. Speaking of couches, there's a coffee place opening where you can buy couches, right? Yes, um, Craft and Common. Craft and Common. It's by this cute couple that was living in California, but they were guests from here. It's a UCF grad and, and his amazing girlfriend, who I assume has all the ideas. <laughs> uh, they just drove across country, I want to say for 15 weeks. Okay, that's a long time. They took their time. Right? In yeah. an RV. They took their time. Yeah, so they RV their way back and like collected ideas. 
Uh, and now they're opening like this California style furniture and coffee shop. What does that mean exactly? Uh, like open, really funky textiles. Uh, I don't know. Can blonde, you buy all the furniture people if you want? Sipping, Can I buy a couch if I want? Yeah, all oh. of it's for sale. Everything in there is for sale. So it's like propagation. Uh huh. And so, <laughs> which if you never went, which I, I loved know, propagation. It was a cool place. Not inside. enough furniture. No. Uh, the owners were so nice to me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you like left a bad Yelp review. Yeah, but they, which, that, that place was on Mills. And uh, it was a cool coffee shop. What's in it now? Uh, oh, the, the district. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Craft and Common. This is downtown. Former, we didn't even say where it was. Former downtown. Java Lava. Which Java was also Lava. a coffee place. In Robinson place. and what? Robinson and Orange? Yeah, basically. Ish. Uh, so, that's supposed to be opening Did they say in when the they, summer. Summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, another summer I don't know. No, they they don't know yet. I don't okay. think. Okay. A lot of these people just like open and then they figure out the hours later. I feel that's. I've said this before. There's not. I mean, where do you get coffee at ten o'clock on Friday in downtown Orlando? Nowhere. Exactly. And not. I mean, believe it or not, <laughs> not everybody drinks every single night. Well, we need a. Tw- I loved when Red Mug opened. It's a shame that it didn't work out. Yeah. But a 24-hour diner downtown. I agree. I, makes I, total I, sense. I don't know why that one didn't work out. Maybe it was the food, the service, the price. I don't know. It's IHOP. If you just bring IHOP in and then get some good coffee in there, like uh-huh. it would kill. Yeah. Who's gonna Who's gonna bankroll IHOP opening downtown? Somebody might. I think they make so much money. All these just, kids just get an smoking IHOP up and eating pancakes. Saying? Like, come on, man. Get some yeah. hash browns. It seems like Red Mug should have done better. Uh, yeah. Well, the food wasn't great. You know. It's All a right. Anyway, <laughs> aren't they supposed to redo that place though? Were they still doing the poke place? Something's or? happening. No, I don't think the poke. Thing no, no that's that's gone. Uh, but there's some sort of demo happening in there right now, and I, I need don't to know. walk by and check it out. It's the same people who just opened Celine and they own Mathers. Oh, they're doing that now mm-hmm. too. Well, they owned they've they owned Red Mug from the start. Oh, they okay. have the building, uh, and then there's something. There's like a new bar space that's opening above it. Um, so it, it's always in transition. Those boys are like not, not short on ideas or funding. It sounds like it. Yeah. yeah they can just dream something up and do it. Like they actually used to live in Mathers. I'm getting a new Asian place in uh, college park. You are. Do you know the name? I read it, but I don't remember. Blended cafe bar. Blended cafe bar. Yeah. I don't know if it's cafe and bar and I just didn't write and or if it's <laughs> blended cafe bar. Why is it called that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> blending a lot of different Asian food. Asian cute. It's well, they're not gonna. They're not gonna have pho. Oh yeah, I heard. Did you hear? <laughs> did you? How did you hear that? Uh, I get your messages every now and then. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so College Park opened. College Park paper wrote about it. Yeah. And because it's the same owners as of House of Pho, they got confused. They uh, said it's a pho place. A new pho place opens, even though they talk place. to the owners. Um, pho, sorry, pho. Uh, this is where Giuliana's used to be. Yeah, Giuliana's Italian. It's next, uh, oh, what is it next to? It's it's near CVS. A gallery that closed. T flats and across yeah. the street though. Uh, across from the new Edens that's opening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we got it wrong. And so I wrote <laughs> it based off theirs, and I sent them an email. And we all got it wrong. So there's no pho yet. But there's, but there's. I guess pho takes 20 hours to make the broth. That's what I heard. How do you know all this? I, I told you I get your messages. I didn't message you this, huh? I messaged you this. No, you didn't. I get. I'm on your bungalow. I'm an admin to your bungalow page, so I see your <laughs> so messages you see every now messages. and then. I need to change that. You should <laughs> be able to see. All right, that. check it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, why aren't you putting in my changes when people send me emails? Because I don't that's feel what it's a friend right would for me do. to do that. A friend would. Go I just, in and I edit just want to read your hate mail. That's all. <laughs> like from just so Commissioner much. Robert Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't misspell don't misspell Carol Obama. Oh or no. Commissioner Stewart will send you a nasty letter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> not your place, Commissioner Stewart. <laughs> not your place. Go get some potholes fixed, sir. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> the Craft uh, and Common. We talked about Craft and Common. Blended is gonna have what? Bon me. I think so. Bon me sandwiches. Would be great in my neighborhood. Dumplings, maybe. I love it. Yeah, I don't want to say it, fake it. news. And uh, yeah, we got some events. Should we talk about some events. We talked a little bit about the Winter oh, wait, Park. I do want to say really quick. Okay. Valentine's Day just happened. Apparently, people steal flowers from the Greenwood Cemetery <laughs> graves during okay, during I, Valentine's Day. I sort of Day. saw this, and uh, and our friend 
from Sexton on the Beach, Don Price, Sexton and Greenwood Cemetery, has to issue statements every year. Please don't steal the flowers. Please don't steal the flowers. And he even went so far as to say, if you need flowers, get them out of the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Right? We have a dumpster full of beautiful flowers. Really? Yeah. He should maybe, maybe he should cut out the middleman there and just, maybe they should offer a service, like dumpster flowers to anybody that really needs them. So then you're uh, not getting people jumping jumping through your dumpster. At least you just have them on a table. Just have them on a table. Like yeah. come and get Please these. take these flowers. Like Don't people steal who put from like leftover grandma. food on a table at back. You know, like uh-huh. here, here's some food. Exactly. You, know, to go container. you don't need to go through just a dumpster. It. Just take the food. Yeah. I love that. You got to be pretty desperate to steal Don Price, flowers. if you're listening, we're going to help you set up a table. Uh-huh. Like a little free library. Yeah. But exactly. for flowers. Oh, I love that. That's we could get them like a little Coca-Cola cooler or something. Uh-huh. Just stick them in. Man, stealing funeral flowers, that's pretty bad. That's, that's bad. pretty low. That's like bad juju. Yeah. You can literally buy a bouquet of flowers at Publix for if $3. I found out that my boo gave me roses off of some grandma's grave. Uh-huh. Grandma roses? Yeah, you don't want those. No. We're cursed, probably. I still want them. I still want them. <laughs> but I'd be like, upset for like five minutes. You want ghost of grandma coming after you? Right? You took my flowers. <laughs> you took my flowers. So I, we, have, we have two minutes for events, Brendan. Uh, we do this every time. I know. It's over last week. We had lots of time to talk. Uh, tons of stuff happening on Saturday. So, again, it's the, what was the vintage thing that's happening? 36th Annual Antiques Vintage and Garden Show. That's happening this weekend. There's the Winter Park Art Conglomerate Cornucopia of Awesomeness. Just go. You'll figure it out. Just walk Just around Winter Park. Park. You know, Look for the Go signs. to the Welcome Center. I'm sure they have some expensive trifold <laughs> brochures for you. <laughs> There's the Bach Festival. 83rd Annual Bach Festival is happening. That goes on for three weeks. Right, till March 1st. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, lessons from Portland, Livability and Urbanism. It's a little workshop from Craig Osler and Bruce Stevenson, who's the head of the urbanism program at Rollins College from 10 a.m. until 11. I actually think I'm going to try and check that out. That sounds good. Uh, they're just applying things that they learned from a trip to Portland to Orlando. How can we fix it? Uh, Melrose Creative Expo, 1 to 4 p.m. at the library is happening. They're going to have VR karaoke. Cool. Virtual reality karaoke that sounds fun i think that sounds amazing you, think you sing to like an audience i guess like a make-believe one that'd be cool i think i would do that at home that'd be pretty fun. to that'd build up the courage to do game. it in real life uh-huh. yeah so and if you're bad they're just like boo, boo get out of here <laughs> and you just turn it off and yeah. move on with your day uh audubon park garden district craft beer tour 35 to 50 bucks six stops guided tour check it out Solar Bears are playing versus the Worcester Railers, 7 p.m. Sunday, there's a, it's, it's so cool, Touch It, an 18-plus gay sex ed experience, full frontal, <laughs> safe sex You can't talk, even get through it. One thirty to 4.30 at the venue, uh, and it's like gay porn stars teaching you about safe sex. Interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think that sounds amazing. 22 bucks, one thirty, twenty two bucks, the venue. I know where you're going to be, Brendan. <laughs> the beach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, we'll see you then. Keep your sticks on the ice, people. Ah!